0: on the twitters the twitters the twitters nothing pressing on the twitters i'm going to have to use her desk to crack open this beer she ran away with the bottle opener <laughs> so it is what it is can you see recording when it's recording yeah okay okay so i don't need to give you a cue it i i always thought i needed to tell you but no i can see it, it, it. just pops up I guess that makes sense, that would be weird to record it and not tell the participants <laughs> that they're being recorded.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably a little illegal.
0: I think that's probably illegal. Definitely yeah. in some states. I think it's illegal in, um, I think, California. You can't record a conversation without giving somebody consent. That's like why every time on a podcast, one of these LA comics, they'll, um, they'll be like, hey, we're recording a podcast. They're like, say it. Real quick at the beginning, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're recording a podcast, just letting you know, yeah. Where did you put the bottle opener? Did you just take the thing downstairs and then put it downstairs? I mean, (laughs) I can just use your desk. No, you can't use your teeth. It's not paper, it is paper. Oh, yeah, it might crunch right through this. (laughs) Um. Well, while Lottie goes and grabs the bottle opener, let's uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> let's, uh, what a start! Get, yeah, let's get into this. Um, you want just just say what we got, what we're drinking? Sure. We get in what we're drinking. Sure. Ah, there it is. Tell mm, us. Nice. I got the
1: bird. I like the bird one. It's a good one. It's a quality wine bottle opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I have. Um, Another brew that I actually picked up at Red Light, Red Light. I was going to
0: go to Red Light, Red Light. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's kind of my go to now, I've realized. Yeah. Just because I have so many things. They do. Um, But I I picked this up uh, not on draft this time. I didn't get it in a crowler or growler. Uh, This is the New City Brewery Hard Ginger Beer.
0: Ooh, Hard Ginger Beer.
1: Hard Ginger Beer.
0: Hard Ginger Beer.
1: It's all-natural and gluten-free.
0: Oh, even better.
1: Cold read time. Our roots run deep. New City ginger beer is inspired by tradition and handcrafted with the finest natural ingredients. Sparkling, dry, and spicy. With a refreshingly light body and long-lasting heat, discover the exotic and invigorating tastes of our beer brewed with fresh, a ginger and uh it is 8% ABV 8%
0: 8% <laughs> oh. all right have fun with that that sounds <laughs> it's been a long I week i want to taste that too um i got the wild range brewing company ipa we actually took a trip up to the local Um, Aldi's and, uh, they got, they got a couple of, um, just straight up like German beers in there. And this uh, wild range, I actually have no idea. And I don't think it's not, um, it's obviously not German. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah. It's brewed in Rochester, Rock, Rochester, 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 New York, uh, 6.9 ABV. just seems to be a little, I'm not going to read that. (laughs) Once wild, always wild. That's it. All right. All right. My name is Marco Dupa. That guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. And this is the One Bearing Podcast. Ugh. Oh, God. I'm such a fucking piss poor <laughs> thing. You know why? Because it's a fucking twist off. Oh, come on.
1: <laughs>
0: <Maybe>. <laughs> You'd think, you think. Know, hard ginger beer yeah that'll probably do it for you i think so yeah we will see (sighs) oh so how's it been going man (laughs) mental mental health check-in
1: oh i've i've taken my mental health and thrown it in the garbage (laughs) (laughs) where it belongs oh goodness uh yeah it's it's uh it's been rough. It's been a rough uh couple of weeks. Yeah. But uh Can you go into detail you or know, is it just what's <sighs> you know, just been mostly busy with work and stuff. That's the majority of it, but you know, lots of just stresses and Yeah. Lots of worries in the time of COVID. Yeah. You know. And I think, you know, the main <clears throat> thing is just you uh you you don't appreciate the amount of relief that you get from being able to like go out and hang out with your friends whenever yeah. you want to. You know? mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's basically normal life stresses added to the fact that there's not really, uh, there's not much relief out there anymore Yeah. In, in the ways that we would normally seek it.
0: Yeah. So, no real, um, you know, end of the week come down. Right, it feels like they just kind of flow into it's each just other, more. And just yeah, yeah. So, that's that's it
1: for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I I feel that it's um, and you just see everything that they're doing or not doing, and it's just like, oh, okay, there's no end in sight. Yeah, that's there's no. I mean, we're gonna get a. Uh, a casual um, vaccine around the time. They'll probably be giving us us the vaccine as we vote. We'll walk into the booth and they'll just jab us in the arm. Only if you vote for the right guy. That's true. They'll just say, what's your favorite color? And you go, blue? And they just (laughs) fucking backhand you. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Favorite animal. Uh, Elephant? getting getting warmer. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Cause that's exactly, I mean, that's, it really is. That's exactly what's going on. Even if, um, even if nothing serious has happened or there's no real, there's not any added stressors. It's just the fact that there's no come down from anything. It's you're just at a heightened state. All the time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I get that. I get that. Yep. So this is our just want to take a moment and just just relax for a bit.
1: Yeah. Everybody join us. Just take a deep breath in. Mm -hmm. And out.
0: Right into the microphone.
1: Beautiful. There we go. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. Hopefully that, that helps you guys. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, we could just get into what the fuck has been going on. We might as well. Cause I mean, Jesus, Jesus Christ. There's been so much. Speaking of old Jesus, I, every time, every time I see something about him, he's just getting kicked off a ballot somewhere. <laughs> is, is that the latest headlines? I mean, it feels like, um, it just feels like every time every state is like either suing him or already kicking him off a ballot. Yeah. I think he's only been able to register for like a handful of states. And I think even those are just, you know, middle of the country, you know, hate to say it, but who gives a shit kind of states. (laughs) I mean, I'm, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things. They're not battleground states. Yeah. So if he's going to be on like three ballots and it's fucking, you know, I'm not going to say any states because I'm a nope. moron and I don't know all of the battleground states. I just know that we're in one. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not going to get on more important. Because this is a purely symbolic gesture now. Because yeah, it's, well, it's literally impossible for him to even make, any, make, make a dent. So That's what I was about to ask you was why do
1: you think he even – persists at this point what's the what's the point
0: what i mean to to try to like to try to take a dive into the psyche of of kanye's is, is a is a scary thought even before all of this so um i think it would be i think it's a it, it's a it's a symbolic thing but the symbolism is if there is some deeper meaning behind it, it's lost on me, to be honest with you. At this point, I, I don't know. I'm trying to speculate on what the reason could be. Mm-hmm. Because you look at these interviews, the Forbes interviews, and, and um, he he did some latest interview where, you know, He the the last one was they kind of confirmed not confirmed but he didn't deny that he was running a spoiler campaign, and so it's like but I just I just refuse to believe that he's running this campaign solely to help Donald Trump, right? Because on uh, on the other hand he also said that he doesn't fuck with him anymore, which is at this point it's like whatever man, you know, I mean he's he's I'll give him credit. He's uh, he's flip flopping like a politician. So, <laughs> he's got that down. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's already money, worked worked that into the strategy.
1: Money, and he doesn't really truly believe in anything. Yeah, so, perfect.
0: He fits right in. Yeah, I don't know. I just see sometimes I'll I'll see people that I respect, and they you know they're still giving him props, and I just I'm just like I, maybe I'm just blind. I just don't see it. I don't get the. I don't get the dual meaning in, so, in some of the stuff that he does. I get that there is um, there's a part of it that, you know, he he just wants to. I mean, I, I do think that that there is a part of him that truly just wants to help and do good. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's, that is a part of him that is the same as the part of Darth Vader that's still Anakin. Like, there's still good in him, sure. So there's still hope? yeah i mean i think there's always for a person like that who spent you know the majority of his career and almost his entire life being somebody who you know fought for the things that he fought for and was taught by the people that he was taught and the influences that he has and everything and and done the things that he's done i think for sure there's still there's still that nugget but like i said it's like he who who is his Luke Skywalker? Is it Chance? It's not Chance. No. No, <laughs> no I mean, uh, Ch- but but you know what though? I say Chance because Chance is the only one who he's the one who stays on Twitter, caping for him yeah, every time he does some shit. He's like, hey man, I don't know, you know, it's still Kanye, and it's like, dude, we're looking at the same guy. It's not. I mean, and then when he gets proven wrong, he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You guys are right on that one, yeah. <laughs> I, I fucked hey, up on that one.
1: Maybe Kanye's Jabba and Chance is that <laughs> little hairy guy that laughs a lot. <laughs> yeah. That could be it. Man, you went
0: a completely different direction. Kim's Leia. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> 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 Yeah, solo. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that the other day. Disney Plus only has the George Lucas um, just hack job yeah. of of a original uh, original trilogy, and it's the originals, just the originals
1: uh, basically don't exist unless you download them illegally.
0: Yeah, which I'm kind of disappointed. I, you would think that Disney Plus, the machine that is Disney, would be able to go. Come on, George give us the give us the goods yeah let us have the i know it's coming it's coming i think it's coming eventually they're going to do like a, yeah. a a super digital remaster where they'll put all nine movies together and the original series will be the og 4k oh i know i'm kind of scatterbrained on this one but did you see this is completely off the mark but um francis ford coppola is doing a noted winemaker. He's doing a f- uh 4K recut of um Godfather three.
1: Is he gonna remove his daughter from the so, entire thing? <laughs> I don't know if he's that's gonna the
0: only way that movie's salvageable. <laughs> it's basically because I remember I remember looking this up a couple of years ago because I was I went back and watched all three movies. It took about six months. I watched all three movies. And um <laughs> especially if you watch them on tv <laughs> dude watching them on tv is like who, who is this for old people who don't it, yeah. it's for it's for de niro's character in the irishman <laughs> when he's <laughs> just it. got the vest on and the sweatpants and he's just in the chair slumped he's in his home just, just watching the godfather drooling so i watched all three of them and then i you know because i was wondering because godfather 3 is not it's not like a horrible movie it's just kind of it's a mediocre movie
1: Right, but which when, is awful compared
0: to Godfather 1 and 2. Exactly. So it just got this big spotlight on it as being this horrible movie, and it's not. It's just by comparison. Um, and so I was looking it up, and like Francis Ford Coppola had this entire other thing written yeah. that was based closer to uh, Mario Pusa. uh His book. And so, this is going to be closer to that. It's even it's even re... It's, it's titled what they originally wanted to title it, which is The Death of Michael Corleone. Hmm. So, it's going to be in theaters for a little bit, and then they're going to re-release, obviously, a box set with all three movies. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not one for getting that excited about, like, director's cuts and definitive cuts and stuff, unless... Like this, the Snyder cut is supposed to be a completely different movie. We have, we right. talked about it at length like last week. But that's exciting because it's something different. For me, these, these definitive cuts and director's cuts, I mean, unless they're adding, you know, 30 to 45 minutes of, of material and recutting it in a way that the narrative changes or something is different enough that it warrants this, you know, just adding scenes and like, there's not a huge difference to me from a theatrical cut to the director's cut that would warrant me getting. I'm not going to go to the theater and watch a definitive cut. You know what I'm saying? Right. I see,
1: like, I get something like the Snyder cut where a lot of it is CG, a lot of it is using modern technology to, like, add characters or take characters out. But with something like The Godfather 3, how do you dramatically. Uh, change that story like what's filmed is film they can't go back and do
0: reshoots he said he said that the beginning and the ending are rewritten and that scenes are cut and then rearranged so that it it makes more narrative sense and then they restored the whole movie from uh-huh. now they apparently they we have the tech well not apparently I know we have the technology now to restore that so he had 300 rolls of film. Yeah. And he sifted through all of that enough that he could pry from the depths of the sea, the movie that he originally wanted to make apparently. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think like the movie that we, we know now is a movie that was cut to ribbons by the studio. Yeah. So it was never, I mean, I'm sure that he did film close to what he wanted to film in the beginning and then they were like well i mean we got to make it more palatable
1: well and the story of that movie in general is basically he made it because he wanted money like it it wasn't like this passion play that he put out right it was literally he was like i made this because i i wanted more money like that's that's it It wasn't a it wasn't a secret that that was the reason behind
0: it that's interesting Uh, because then it's like, well, why, where's the passion coming from for this? Money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh,
1: Okay. So originally from what I understand, the original story was supposed to revolve around Tom Hagen. And that was going to be like, I think maybe like having to do with his kid and like their relationship with the Corleone family. And it was going to be this really interesting uh, play on, like, loyalty and family. And what does that all mean? Because, you know, Tom, for all intents and purposes, is kind of like the moral character in this entire thing by the end mm-hmm. of it. Right? And so the only problem was Robert Duvall didn't want to come back. Yeah. Because he, he just realized that it was kind of a cash grab and I guess was off doing other things. Yeah. So without him, they had to rewrite the entire thing and, and they end up, you know, basically cutting that entire storyline to ribbons and mm. dealing and kind of like going with what they, what we ended up with. Mm. So we're not going to see that, obviously. No. But
0: so that's even more interesting. It's like, okay, so then what, 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 mo- what differently, what, what different can do, do Ting? What exactly. more different can do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? That's so different. Right. That is sentence structure.
1: Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That was the director's cut of your sentence. <laughs> yeah. That was
0: the studio getting in and cutting up the <laughs> narrative of my sentence.
1: Yeah, but you know, I, I'm right there with you, though. I'm I'm interested to see what he does because, I mean, if it improves, it' great. But I just don't really see how they pull much of anything out of that unless they have a bunch of unused footage that we just yeah. haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: it's eh. going to be interesting.
1: We'll see. Did you see um see. uh Salone is re-editing I think Rocky 3?
0: Rocky 4. 4. 4 is with the Russian. So it is Rocky III, cause the, 3 cuz the the robots in 3. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with uh,
0: Clever Lang. Clever Lang, Mr. Yeah. T. Uh huh. He get more pipe than the plumber in bed. <laughs> I said he. I meant to say she. <laughs> his his secret relationship with Pauly.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna go back and we're gonna really get in touch with him. We had this uh, homoerotic narrative, this subplot. Uh, speaking
1: of movies, though, did you see that uh, the Batman is now delayed yet again? Uh, yeah.
0: What's funny is the rumor was like some fucking production idiot tested positive for COVID. And it's like, mm, <laughs> it was Batman. <laughs> it wasn't just some guy. It was the guy.
1: I saw a tweet that was like, well, yeah, I mean, the most important part's not covered. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. He's got the opposite mask. Yeah, I just I just love I love when the, those rumors swirl because you've seen it on different movies where they're like some production assistant or some boom guy got caught COVID and they shut the whole production down and it's like you really expect me to believe that some fucking guy who holds a mic no offense to sound guys and boom guys they're very important to these films but you really think that they're gonna shut down an entire multi million dollar movie for fucking Sally in, in fucking, um, at the snack bar. Like, no, that's, that's no, there's no <laughs> way that's happening. It's always someone super important that they don't want to disclose. Cause obviously, you know, liability and, and their reputations and all the other consequences that go along with it, right. which makes me think like, unless it was Robert Pattinson, who was like, look, you got to tell people it's, it's interesting that they, they came out and said that it was him. Yeah. They didn't have to tell us. They could have just stayed some idiot production producer or something caught it and that shut yeah. the whole thing down. Right. Craft services. Craft services. Right. I said Sally at the snack bar. Her too. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't think of craft services. <laughs> so I was like going off and I'm like, fucking at the fucking Sally. snack bar. Yeah. Because that's what they have on these movies. It's million bars, dollar yeah. movies. They have Firefest sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> At the snack bar,
1: <clears throat>
0: uh. but yeah, so that movie—they just started filming it again, and then immediately had to shut back down. Yep. What the fuck was he doing in between filming? That they Who were knows. like, "Yeah, go off and and have fun. Come back." If uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, and the Rock. You saw the Rock, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Him and his entire family apparently had it.
0: Yeah. Somebody's somebody tweeted. uh, They found out that they had COVID because nobody could smell what the rock was cooking.
1: (laughs) I saw that.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that just that gets me going. You gotta have that gets me out of bed in the morning. A joke like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's it's uh it's interesting because we're trying. They're, they're trying their best to restart and, and get back to some semblance of um, life before the pandemic. And every time, it just seems like something just comes and smacks us in the face. I mean, they reopened schools, and then they had to quarantine a bunch of teachers and kids because right. immediately it spread like wildfire. Who would have thought? Yeah. And then you try to do these things, and it's like and, – and, you know, you, you see – dana at the rnc bragging about how we did it we brought sports back and now all the sports are back and it's thanks to us and it's thanks to donald trump and it's like you're conveniently leaving out the fact that you've had multiple pay-per-views that you've had to change last minute because of covid multiple championship fights that you've had to change last minute because of covid and it's like look man all credit due to them because I'm a huge UFC fan and I'm I'm glad that I can turn on the TV, you know, on Saturdays and see these guys doing what they love to do. I'm not taking anything away from that, but you just you have to be honest. Like you can't sit here and pretend like you worked some miracle and it's gone off without a hitch because it hasn't. Yeah.
1: No, it, it hasn't. I think probably his argument is that that happens you know they 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 do the testing so they can catch that before it spreads more so that's an example of them doing it successfully in the times of covid
0: yeah yeah and and if that's if that's his argument he's i mean he's he's not wrong i guess and again to their credit i mean unless they've been um keeping more positive tests under wraps they have been able to go about it pretty well yeah and then you know the nba they they've gone about it they've gone about it almost without a hitch really in the bubble because they did it they did it the right the way that you should do it if you're going to try to like have this many people around each other during the pandemic is like right that's lock them away with each other (laughs) that's it make sure everybody doesn't have it and then don't let those motherfuckers out You make a
1: reality show out of it and then you make even more money.
0: I'm so surprised that there aren't cameras all over Florida right now. (laughs) There
1: I mean there are
0: there are. But I mean I'm I'm really surprised that there's no way. And if this is not the case, what a missed opportunity. There's no way that there is not at least three different film crews who are doing the who are filming for the bubble documentary that's gonna come out. (laughs) Bursting the bubble. Bursting the bubble. Yeah. The NBA during COVID. There's yeah, I mean, if they're not doing it, wow, what a missed opportunity. Yeah. Where's thirty for thirty? Right. Get them on the phone. Where's Bill Simmons at? <clears throat> yeah, so I mean it's yeah, it's it's just this cold-handed reminder every time somebody or some entity or some company tries to come back and do something. It's just this cold handed reminder that, no, nope, it ain't over motherfuckers. Nope. It ain't over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't even try. Mm-mm. Yeah, I saw somebody, somebody tweeted, they were like, people are, people are planning for 2021 like COVID has an expiration date or something. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Like it's, it's not, if we're not gonna, and okay, I don't want to be all doom and gloom because the numbers are going down. I mean, they, they're spiking in different areas, but on the whole, they are going down. So that's good, and we have to celebrate even the little good news because we're not right. getting a lot of it.
1: So, Well, the thing that a lot of people are worried about is that there was a time earlier, a few months ago, that the numbers were going down, and then things started to reopen, yeah. and then they spiked again. So if we yes. do that same thing again... Guess what's going to happen?
0: We ain't going nowhere, buddy. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are the best example of that. As soon as things started to look even remotely rosy, they were like, phase two, lock and load. (laughs) (laughs) Is phase three ready yet? Fill them up. Fill the bars to capacity. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we got to do our best to – I don't know man we gotta hope we gotta hope that they'll learn they'll learn from this they won't no they won't no no they won't
1: not the politicians no they don't do that nah 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 nah
0: nah nah nah. ah Spears good and this is why we drink my friend (laughs) this is why we drink Mm. Uh. Ooh, buddy I don't think I've gone through beer so fast in an episode in a long time. Same, I'm almost on my
1: second. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you know what? Let me say too. By the way, uh remember the last beer that we featured? I guess I featured specifically
0: the uh the um <clears throat> the Red Light Red Light collab with yes, um the Hollow Hollow, uh,
1: Hollow Hollow. Remember when I said I took two lactades? Because there's lactose uh, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't nearly enough.
0: <laughs> oh, was... yeah, that's right. You texted me after.
1: <laughs> My friend, let me tell you, I barely slept that night. <laughs> really? It was yes. that bad? It was that bad. I was literally sick all night. Fuck. Yeah. So, damn! How I, much lactose is in that beer? A lot. I I don't know if all of them are that strong, but mine was probably at least fifty percent lactose, fifty percent beer. Fuck! Because, oh, boy, howdy! I don't think I've been that sick from a lactose intolerance incident, as I call it, um, in a very long time. It was a bad time.
0: Fuck! I mean, I think that's a that's a warning to anybody else. Yes, drink that hundred percent.
1: Um, it was very tasty. Maybe don't drink an entire crowler of it if you have lactose intolerance.
0: Yeah, did you finish the whole crowler? I sure did. Yeah, I think you don't you don't think that contributes to it just a little bit. Oh, it did. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Uh, warning out for all of you lactose intolerant peoples. Be careful. You,
0: you can drink uh, one or two, just don't crush an entire crowler of it.
1: No, please learn from my mistakes. Yeah. Because I had
0: a bad time. <laughs> Fuck, man. I can't even imagine. Man, can you imagine better being lactose intolerant? Oh, wait, you're lactose intolerant too. Man. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna have so much milk and cheese today. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna go downstairs. I'm just gonna guzzle like fucking Kurt Angle, dude. You're I'm just gonna. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will shit despite that.
1: I legitimately think you and our whole
0: family I don't have irritable bowel so syndrome. I'd be able to
1: avoid a whole-
0: Lottie thinks the entire house has IBS. Wouldn't be
1: surprised. Holding in all that spite. <laughs> it's got to go somewhere.
0: He said the spite goes right to our core. <laughs> <laughs> and just, we explode outward. Yeah. Um. Vent. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think so. I've thought about that, but what are the symptoms of IBS? What do you think, Marco? Well, Angry- other than your Oops. bowel being I- irritable.
1: Yeah.
0: Irritable. Oh, look, I don't even have to finish it. <laughs> An intestinal disorder causing pain in the belly, gas, diarrhea, and constipation. The cause of irritable bowel syndrome isn't well understood. A diagnosis is often made based on symptoms. And what are the symptoms, Google? People may experience pain in the abdomen. Pain types can be recurrent in the the abdomen. Gastrointestinals, change in bowel habits, constipation, diarrhea, inability to empty bowels, indigestion, nausea, Passing excessive amounts of gas or urgent need to defecate. All right, maybe. Um,
1: cramping
0: or discomfort, anxi- also common with anxiety, depression, discomfort, loss of appetite, or symptoms. Hey, my completed. middle name. <laughs> and then there's all this other shit like diverticulitis, mm-hmm. stomach virus, stomach ulcer, gallstones. No, I don't. I don't think so. Only because. I, like, I'm never at a point where, um like, there's never not a external force making it so that I'm, you know, I have to take a shit or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's like it's not just the fact that like I ate something and then had to run to the bathroom. It's yeah, always it's not like, usually a surprise. Right? Exactly. I yeah. I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. We go to Bang Street Kitchen, and I'm like. I'm gearing up for tomorrow. Of course, because I want this in my body now. I mm-hmm. want it now, and then I'll deal with the consequences. It'll hurt later. later. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Live for today. Yeah.
1: Um. <sighs> I miss Bongrak.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he's thriving out there in and Does uh, I'm Thailand, happy for him. So. Shout out to Dylan. <laughs> Shout out to Dylan. <laughs> Shout out to the boy Dylan. Crushing it. And I like I like the artwork that he uses. Yeah. Like his menus and and his um pop-up kitchens and stuff. It's very like Asian pop art. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it looks um authentic. It's got this cool like vintage look to it so. Mm-hmm. Smart cool shit. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um kind of kind of keeping with the theme of of Awful movie news. It's not really awful, but um, the 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 Star Wars theme, I guess, if you will. Um, John Boyega, he he's been that boy's been chirping a lot on Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram, and we love to see it. Oh man, I love every minute of it. Um, every time that dude decides he wants to tweet something telling a Star Wars fan to go fuck themselves. I just, I mean, an angel gets its wings, in my opinion. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yes. And it's all kind of come to a head now because he did this uh, long-for interview for British GQ in which he kind of went into detail as to why he's so frustrated with the series and why he's so frustrated with Disney and why he's happy to put all of that shit behind him. And um, it's pretty revealing, man. Pretty revealing when you you look at, revealing but not surprising no when you when you look at um the movie series when you look at how, you know everything that he's been saying over these past couple of months um uh, but basically <clears throat> he felt like his character was just moved to the side to make way for um to make way for adam driver's character and daisy ridley's character yeah. and you bring in, he felt like the, the uh, characters of color were brought in as basically just set pieces, even though they were advertised as big parts of the movie.
1: Mm -hmm. And he feels like that was done Uh, with a a sense of calculation. Yeah. And like it was done after the fact, like there were bigger plans for all those characters and they were just kind of, patched out basically
0: i mean so let's let's go back in time for a second because there's a lot to there's a lot to kind of parse from everything that he's been saying but let's let's go back to when the force awakens was first being advertised right the first I, i remember this clearly the first thing that you see is this pan of a desert area there's it's nothing it's dead quiet and then into frame pops up John Boyega's character mm-hmm. black guy in a stormtrooper outfit is the first image you see of this new series right that to me as as a half black person and as just a person of color seeing not you know as much as we love Hanso we love uh, Harrison Ford and we love Mark Hamill and and everybody else representation matters and you've seen that with this you see it with obviously chadwick boseman which we'll talk about later um it matters and so when i saw that dude i lost my fucking mind seeing that shit it was incredible and then when you look at the way that he's advertised and this is this is kind of what he was talking about you fucking chill out i'm making a point here
1: (laughs) are you talking to a dog or your sister i can't tell uh, (laughs) both okay she
0: is a dog. Anyway, when the way that he was advertised is, is kind of part of his larger point, which was like, you brought us in, and you basically tricked people into thinking that this was going to be this rainbow coalition of nuanced, diverse characters. Mm-hmm. And the first one kind of sets that up, where you're like, this is not just... This isn't your granddaddy Star Wars. Right. This is a black guy who is a former stormtrooper, is now wielding Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Lightsaber, yeah. Some, you know, no training, or, or no uh, Jedi training, no force abilities, just some guy. <clears throat> and then, you know, slowly but surely, as he says, it's just like, you can, you, it's... I don't want to obviously go into the entire narrative of, of the sequel trilogies. Cause that's, that going to take us four fucking hours, but what he's saying is believable. You see it in, yeah. in, in the way that these movies were done advertised and, and everything that's come. And even the rumors about how, where the movies were supposed to go, the leaked scripts and everything like that. It's just like, you see, I tend to believe every word that's coming out of his mouth.
1: I yeah. Well, the thing is, he didn't have to speak up about this, really, because I, I feel like most people uh, who care about representation and, you know, looking into kind of what could have been if this latest Star Wars trilogy wasn't kind of a piecemeal uh, thing, uh, already knew, like, it's it's obvious that those characters were sidelined yeah dramatically sidelined um yeah i don't know i mean it, it's disappointing because like you see the potential there i think that's that's kind of that i think that's what we ended up with as our key word for this last trilogy was like potential it had mm. potential the entire time yeah it sometimes reached it it oftentimes didn't yeah but there was always potential and <clears throat> to, to know at least behind the scenes that the feeling of that potential at least from like a character and representation standpoint was squandered uh, even on the back end uh is just kind of confirmation of the disappointment that we already have yeah <laughs> basically i mean, I, mean it's... I, I don't i don't hate the movies that we ended up with but i think I don't know. I I, I don't know anyone who can look at those and go, well, that was as good as they could possibly be.
0: Yeah. I mean, completely um, uh, agree. There's no way that you can watch those movies and go, they nailed it. Everything that they did. Right. You you couldn't get better than that. that. That was, it's just like, I mean, there's so many things that they could have done with those, those movies that just, yeah every day it's just like and and i know that you know one of the arguments is like well it's a, it's a, it's star wars so it's a skywalker story it has to be that has to be the narrative it has to be based around a skywalker that's the point and to that i say sure but then again john boyega's point is then why advertise it as a movie that's not going to be that just to turn around and you know, halfway through the series go, eh, hey, you know what, it'd just be safer if we had two good-looking white people lead the way. It's it's better for the Chinese audience. <laughs> right. If they we don't just... want a
1: black eye on the poster, uh, so let's it... just make them really small. Let's do yeah. that. Which is actually what happened. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. actually happened on the Chinese poster. They, they shrunk John Boyega down.
0: Fucking insane, man. And so... so um, uh, uh, uh,
1: that's why that i mean that was that was pointed out when disney was posting you know black lives matter and yeah. the black square and all that stuff yeah. okay well maybe do that when it matters
0: right and i mean they're they're all of these all of these entities are full of shit and you know they're they're all of the blm posturing is gross to me but um Yeah, it's just, it's disappointing because Disney with all of its power and influence pretends to be this super progressive company. And if you had, if you, if you let, you know, the right wing tell it, it's, you know, they're like a, a, a a soldier or, or a a conglomerate for the left or something like that. And it's like, yeah, but they're not dude. No, (laughs) they're not for blue. They're for green, man. They want, money that's all right. that matters yeah they
1: they will they will walk that tightrope in order to try to make everybody happy as much as possible right because it makes them more money right. and you know, something that came to mind when you were talking about people who were saying well you know this latest trilogy it didn't focus on these other characters because it's supposed to be the end of the skywalker uh, uh not series uh the skywalker S- saga 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 is the word I was looking for. Then why did we have nuance and characters like Han Solo? Yeah. The original series. Like, that that's a complete bullshit response. Like yeah. The original Star Wars trilogy is known for having this incredible cast of side characters that we care enough about even in the brief time we have with them because they're so well developed. Right. And they're so interesting and there's so much to, you know, like to, to unveil about them. I mean, like Han Solo, say what you will about the movie, but he got his own spin-off spinoff backstory movie. Yeah. So, you know, like it, it I, I think it's a complete crap response to this entire thing because honestly, I mean, I feel like, I feel like, John Boyega's character was one of the most potentially interesting characters of the entire group. Yeah, the idea of having a former stormtrooper who who turned and not not exploring that any more than they did is just—it's a crime. Insane. Yeah, it's it, it's insane to not have like any kind of like I don't know some kind of. Issue with his his conscience for being part of essentially space Nazis. Yeah. And just be this squeaky clean guy all of a sudden and not have nightmares about the atrocity he's seen, or like you know, have some kind of conflict <laughs> of interest at least at yeah. some point where he knows that the stormtroopers aren't this just group of faceless bad guys, but there are good people in there too. And how do you come to terms with the fact that you know? this group of evil has is made up of human beings yeah uh would be interesting to 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 deal with i mean the the
0: the the parallels between real life um wartime regrets child soldiers uh um the the possibilities are literally endless with what they could have done with his narrative yeah And not only that, dude, you know, I know that there's like this growing voice on the internet that is like, The Last Jedi is criminally underrated, it's actually the best movie in the series, and one of the best movies in the entire series, and people hated it because, you know, dickhead Luke Skywalker, people didn't like that and stuff. (laughs) Right. And the first time I saw The Last Jedi and I saw these people afterward defending it, I was like, you guys... You guys are fucking stupid. This this movie sucks. Mm. And then I went back and rewatched it, and it still sucks. <laughs> but there there is there is definitely there is definitely something to that argument. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I, I rewatched it a while ago, and I, I remember talking to you about it and saying that in rewatching it, I really I grew an appreciation for it. Yeah, I'm not like. No, it's not one of the best of the series. It's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's not the best of the latest trilogy, let alone the entire series. <clears throat> yeah. The entire saga. But there are, there are parts of that movie that are legitimately interesting and thought-provoking and do interesting things. And, you know, we've talked about it before, but I feel like anything with Kylo Ren really is a strong point of this entire saga. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that that they play with and obviously like really cool visuals and stuff but i don't know i mean like i i'm i'm less mad at it i i see a lot of mistakes that were made like comedic relief that we don't need at any point and just dumb decisions made that are clearly out of place when you're getting into the story and you're like just cut that out yeah cut, cut that five minute little segment out, just do that, and it's it works great, yeah, um but yeah i mean i I think it deserves better than it
0: got i think um, i I feel like I'm even more mad at it, having gone back and rewatched it because of the potential i think I think the last Jedi has the potential to have been the best movie in the series with the with the questions that they raise and what they what ryan johnson was trying to do with it he failed Mm -hmm. but i don't think that it's his fault necessarily i think he was trying to do something really interesting i think he was trying to i think he was trying to ask questions that Disney and Lucasfilm and George Lucas were afraid to ask in the in the Uh, series,
1: and a lot of fans didn't want answered. Right,
0: right. But at the same time, I do still feel like he just kind of took liberty with some of the characterization of. of, I mean, I'm one of those people who's like, Luke just wouldn't have done that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, because I went back, you know, I over the course of like a week. I just fell into watching the entire series again. Is, is this what you do now? You just find series and just watch them? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. This is all I got. This is all I got. It's something. And when you rewatch it, I just there's no amount of time in in a man's life that I think they 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 unless they don't give enough backstory as to what happens between um Uh, six and seven yeah that would get us to a point where Luke is this person his initial mistake of even even having that momentary thought of killing Ben right even that I'm like he just wouldn't have done that it's just he just wouldn't have done that and when you're when you can't get over that thought the whole narrative comes crashing down
1: yeah, because uh, it's it's suspended by the disbelief that you have to create because we don't know that story in between that time period. Yeah, uh, it's suspended by that disbelief of Luke by the end of the the original series, isn't this guru essentially? He isn't this you know like master that yeah. he's supposed to be. He he still has all these doubts. He still has. Incredible flaws if he's even considering murdering his nephew in his sleep. <laughs> right. You know, like the amount that we have to get over our, I, I guess, fandom of the character, but also the character that we were given to
0: begin yeah, with. Yeah, I, I don't think it's so much fandom as an understanding of who is presented to us. Yeah. Like now, you just, I, that's the I guy like, that you know.
1: I like the idea of our heroes being fallible and they're not really being these heroes in that sense like everyone has a flaw there's there's always something and you know anyone anyone can have a a moment of weakness and and fail and because of that luke decided to abandon everything the force and everything else yeah that's an interesting idea to me yeah they didn't
0: do enough to get me to that place. Yeah, I can accept that he would do something like that if you at least didn't make me have to leap so far to get there. Right, show me, show me a few like moments in the
1: past where he had these doubts yeah. and he had these really bad like dark side flashbacks and he remembered how bad it was. Right, because
0: okay. the last time that we actually see Luke in the film series, He has defeated the emperor. Not only, I mean, let me rephrase. He doesn't defeat the emperor. He redeems his father enough that his father defeats the emperor, gives his life for him because he believes so much in Luke's uh, purpose and so much in Luke Skywalker as a man and as a Jedi that he gives his own life for him. That's the last time we see him. Yeah. So you're telling me that guy who inspired that much out of somebody who was that evil now all of a sudden would kill his own nephew because he i mean Arrow. what's happening <laughs> 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 he he said the, the 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 reason is he has a he has a force vision of all of the darkness that's to come with ben and that's where right. he has that moment of weakness where he's like i need to take care of this okay. now and he, i mean but he has the he has to see the same thing within darth vader his own father and he still sees that good and if ben has enough good in him we got to get off of this but (laughs) (laughs) if ben has enough good in him to have this redeeming story arc after murdering his own father and but thinking he killed his own mother in uh in the beginning in in the last Jedi, and he still has enough good in him to turn around and defeat the emperor again (laughs) right You're telling me Luke couldn't see that? It just doesn't make any sense because it was bullshit. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) It was fucking bullshit. It was an idea. It's a good idea. It's a really good idea executed poorly. But anyway, let's get back to John Boyega. He's (laughs) how we got to this place (laughs) anyway. I would like one day for us to just have a Star Wars off.
1: Yeah, I we mean, just, we did talk about it a lot. In
0: the yeah, past. but now, 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 you know, we 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 both have gone back and rewatched it. We talked about we went back because we, we went back and talked about the the prequel trilogy.
1: Yeah, and, and so having we also didn't we do a, a one reel in on like all of the the newer ones?
0: No, no, Mm-mm, no, because no. No, we did do, I think, for not for the, I think for the Last Jedi. What's up? Not for um, ah, fuck. No, now that you mentioned um, The Rise of Skywalker, I was t- I was telling Lottie about when we uh, when we went to go see it. Yeah. And how just how blasted we were.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, we were shit. shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was telling her that um i was wearing my apple watch at the time and like halfway through the movie my heart rate had gone up to like 120 beats per minute and the thing Uh kept going off like hey man (laughs) you're sitting still and your heart is pounding out of your chest (laughs) chill the fuck out yeah um yeah i i don't know i don't know whatever well we'll we'll check the archives okay probably yeah um but yeah, so you know, he 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 talks about that and he talks about his disappointment with that and then he, he and then he defends JJ Abrams who had to come back and quote unquote save the series. Right. Um but I really want to talk about the fact that everybody when when he goes on Twitter and he and he talks shit to fans or he talks about you know all of these things, you know, we see people respond to his tweets, and it's always like some Star Wars nerd who's like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the movie's family friendly, and you have children who are your fans, and you should, you should watch your mouth. Fuck those kids. <laughs> and and that's, really all, that's really all we see. But then, you know, he goes into detail about like, look, you guys don't even understand. When I, when I put myself out there, you don't see the death threats. You don't see the racism and the hatred that spewed at me in my DMs and, I mean, on literally a daily basis. You, don't, you didn't see what they did to Kelly Tran. You right. don't see that stuff. You just, you just think that it's sour grapes that I'm coming right. on here and just talking shit. He's, he's this wealthy, well-to-do
1: superstar who just happens to be an angry black man. <laughs> So, why listen to him anyway? He's just whining. He's just another whiner because that's what they do.
0: That's what they do.
1: They do. Yeah.
0: People have this idea about celebrities that they should just be grateful for the fact that they're able to do what they're doing because God just bestowed upon them an opportunity to do these things and that it took no effort of their own. Yeah.
1: They didn't work a day in their life to, you know, be good at what they do. Yeah. It
0: just, I mean, you know, far be it for me to defend fucking
1: millionaires.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But it's just like, it it, it just bothers me because it it really, it's not just about the money. It's about the fact that it's an an art form that people don't seem, people, working class people have this, um, it's not envy. It's, I mean, they despise anybody who's, who complains, who isn't working class when they see athletes complain yeah when they see uh musicians complain actors anybody who's in the arts or anybody who is famous or doing something that they don't deem as hard work if it's like they don't get to complain because look at me i'm i'm working a 9 to 5 my life is actually hard your life's not hard it's like i don't know man i it's <clears throat> it's this weird it's this weird like reverse entitlement of like I'm a hardworking individual. You don't work that hard. You don't get to complain. I work hard.
1: I get to complain. I'm a real person. Yeah. So You know, like, I don't see that universally, though, because I feel like a lot, because, I mean, most people know John Boyega doesn't come from, like, some wealthy family. He's not a trust fund kid. He came from the shitty side of London.
0: I don't think most people know that, though. I think
1: speak. I mean, like,
0: yeah, like a normal guy. (laughs) I think if you know his story or if you care about him, yes. But if you're just a Star Wars fan who just happened to now you know who he is because he's in your favorite movie, I don't think a lot of those people even care where he came from. They're just like it's a it's a black artist complaining that he didn't get enough screen time. But it's
1: such it's like a logical fallacy though because. If he was just a rich guy, the things that he he was complaining about wouldn't matter to him.
0: Yeah, right. He wouldn't
1: care about representation. He wouldn't care about other, uh, you know, cast members of color who didn't get to see like a full arc of their characters. Yeah, but it's it's in
0: vogue to complain about race right now. Didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? It's the cool thing to do. Didn't you heard, son? Haven't you heard? I try. Oh, that's what I was going for. Haven't mm-hmm. you heard? And then didn't you heard? Right. That it is. It's the thing now to complain right. about race, no matter what the situation is. Of course. So why do you have to make about color? That's. I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, you're. I mean, you're right. You would think that if you even took a second to think about who you are, um, <clears throat> who you're angry at you you would understand that, like, this is a guy who he worked as hard as you did, he just worked at a different thing. Right. <laughs> and, and that thing His afforded route, him this opportunity. His
1: got him to Hollywood. Yeah. Sorry, yours
0: didn't. And, I mean, I just, it's just a lot of people look at it like, now that you've got that opportunity, what are you complaining about? So what? Your character didn't get the arc that you wanted him to get. You're still in Star Wars. Will you stop complaining? Right. And it's like, I wish I was in Star Wars. See, and and that line of thinking is, first of all, that's idiotic. But second of all, when you're looking at, you're looking at somebody. uh, Somebody knocked on the door. You're looking at (laughs) body. Body. Somebody knocked on the door. Uh. Is it Amazon? What? (sighs) Somebody knocked on the door. Uh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Stay in character. Uh Uh, (laughs) When you're looking at. I lost my train of thought. Oh, if this was 1975, maybe you could have that argument of like, hey, man, you should just be happy that you're in the fucking movie. Right. Right. But we're at a point now where, I mean, that's not enough. I mean, that's exactly
1: right. It's like, that's that's what <clears throat> progress is. Like, you get to the point where you go, okay, just being in the movie isn't enough anymore. Yeah. It's, yeah. not. it's not. That, that's, it's okay to demand that. Just like, you know, it's okay to demand that the assumption isn't that you're a criminal when you're walking down the street. Right. It's not good enough that you're not immediately shot, which still happens. It should also be that you're not immediately assumed guilty. Right. Because you're a person of color walking in the suburbs.
0: Right. Like that's... I don't
1: know. I mean, yeah.
0: Weird, weird that 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 those would be demands in 2020.
1: You're asking for too much. So asking
0: a lot. I'm asking a lot. Oh, we have to change the way that we think about <laughs> other cultures. I mean, but it's hard. <sighs> yeah. So, hey, man. Uh, more power to him. I hope that he continues to j- just be vocal very vocal shit man yeah don't let don't let he doesn't he doesn't seem to let anybody stop him from just you know being honest about you know his experiences with everything and i I love that he's just like he's just like you know they know it. daisy knows it adam knows it they they get it they understand like when you read the script you had an interesting arc you had things to say you had like you had direction it was like wow look look at your evolution as a character and then my shit just says ray in big letters so i'm just (laughs) screaming about you and then to top it all off she's not even his love interest right that so we go three movies where it's clear that he's in love with her clear to the point that in the second one when um when when um Kelly Tran's character um fuck I forgot her name when she kisses him in the end cuz mm-hmm. she saved his life that is you're supposed to look at that and go ooh conflict love triangle how is he going to handle this in the next movie that's going to be a fun thing to kind of delve into right yeah. And then you get to the third movie and it is just completely dismissed. Beryl. And then, and then what, is, what, is it, what is it? The whole time, dude, in all three movies, we're supposed to believe that what he's been trying to tell her the whole time was that he's force sensitive? Sure. Really?
1: That makes sense.
0: That makes me want to hurt people. That <laughs> makes me want to put hands on JJ and, and everybody at Disney who thought like, it'll, no one will notice if we just switch it to this thing anybody who wrote that down and was like it'll be fine no one will care well,
1: what's what's the conflict why is that such an issue
0: exactly why would he keep that a secret why would he need to why would he need to get her alone there was there's there's a part in the third one where like he he says he's he she's he, trying to tell her something he's trying to tell her that uh, yeah and and um uh, Poe I, I need
1: to tell you something and then they and, get followed by the sand or whatever
0: right and then when they come back and, and Poe's like well what'd you need to tell her and he's like uh, you know uh, he, he gets all weird about yeah and then when you find out that he used to he used to run drugs and shit and it's like oh well you're a drug runner and he's like oh well you got something you have a secret too and it's just like it's not a secret it's a cool fucking thing it would have been cool to learn that in the first movie yeah it's just so fucking it's well, so then, uh, obviously stupid
1: imagine the idea of our heroine this this icon of purity and good uh has this
0: relationship now with a former stormtrooper right right and if the galaxy truly is beyond race and beyond color, because there's aliens and all kinds of weird. I mean, they're falling in falling in love with green half octopus women and shit. Like that race just doesn't matter. If that's truly the case, right? Then 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 their love and their love interest wouldn't mean any like not that no. it w- it wouldn't be meaningless. It would be meaningful for us, but for us, as the right? audience in that universe. But yeah, no. it would mean it would mean nothing. No, it it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a blip. No one would or, care. Or her being gay or anything like right. that it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, or or yeah, because uh, what, what was Oscar Isaac he he tried to get Poe to be gay. Right. He brought that to them and they were like <laughs> no, no. 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 We're, we're going to keep
1: far <laughs> too many toys to
0: sell. <laughs> we're going to keep you sexy, and we're going to keep you in the corner, and then you're going to make sly jokes at the woman who never shows her fucking face. <laughs> right. We're just going to throw you a love interest in the middle of the third movie. Just so you can flirt with somebody so everybody Everyone. knows that you're not gay. <laughs> Relax, <It's great. laughs> He's not gay, okay? God. Yeah, it just, the more, every, this is why when I watched the whole thing, I was just like, it It made me angrier than watching it originally because of the loss of potential. And, and we're back on Star Wars again. And <sighs> <laughs> Dude, that nerd rage, it comes out, baby. It just... That nerd rage, man! I think we gotta get out of here. Yeah, we do. We do. We need to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, but before we before we can um, end this episode, uh, well, wait, did you want to talk about the Mario thing first, or?
1: Sure. Yeah. Let's let's jump into that real qu- jump into that real
0: quick. You.
1: Yeah. So there was a Nintendo Direct uh, that had everything to do with Mario because it's the I believe. 35th 35th anniversary anniversary. of Mario. Um, So they uh, Nintendo unveiled a few new plans, which included, I found out today on my Switch, that they included on their virtual console, as long as you pay for their online services, you get a bunch of SNES and NES games. Uh Uh, They just added the Mario, like the OG Mario collection, for the SNES, oh, uh, so that's <coughs> awesome!
0: Yeah, so basically, you're getting you're getting that, you're getting Mario sixty four. So getting...
1: yeah, that was recently announced as a pack now that you're getting for all the three D Mario's, all okay. all the major early three D Mario's: Sunshine,
0: Galaxy sixty four, uh, sixty four, right?
1: So they're finally getting that all out as a pack for sixty bucks uh you can buy it at retail or you can just pre-order on your console itself which i did yeah obviously obviously um but the interesting kind of uh wrinkle to this entire thing is that it's only going to be sold for a limited amount of time oh so that has is, a lot of people uh, theorizing. Nintendo, man, that yeah, exactly that after that period of time that they're going to sell it as a pack, they're going to chop it all up and sell them individually for more money. Fucking
0: Nintendo, Lottie, Lottie, yes, what? you need to you need to buy <laughs> this pack on your Switch before it goes away. Pre-order it? it right now. You need to pre-order. It's it's basically this Mario 35th anniversary. She said, Say <laughs> Yeah, it's it's how much is it? Sixty bucks. It's Sixty a, it's bucks. Like a, so. It's retail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she, put the, <laughs> she put the switch back down like <laughs> maybe later. it how I find it? It should be in the, the virtual store. I have to pre-order it? Yeah, it's not out yet. It's Super Mario 3D All Stars. It. Super Mario 3D All Stars. You can, just, you can just find it later. You'll find it
1: later. Yeah, you just have to search for it. You can yeah. pre-order it right now on your Switch. Um, oh, man. According to com, it says, a press release explains that the game will receive a limited physical release and will seemingly only be on sale digitally until March 31st, 2021. Okay, I got enough time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be on so. sale for a while. You don't have to rush, buddy well yeah that's fucking exciting i know but it wouldn't be nintendo if they didn't pull some shit like that right (laughs) right this is great news asterisk (laughs) so get it while you can yeah
1: but I, i am legitimately excited to play those games again i didn't play sunshine enough yeah i i think i Borrowed it from a friend back in the day and played it for like a week, but I didn't get like the hands-on time like I did with the uh, Mario 64. Him, yeah, what's up? I'm sorry. Ask him if he's doing 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Are you doing
0: Fury. 3D World and Bowser's Fury? I might I don't know pick, what those. I, I I think I'll pick
1: that up later. So that's that was another announcement too, that they had they're releasing 3D World with oh, like a, a I didn't multiplayer it was mode. Mario yeah. So yeah there
0: you go now, now she's getting it okay is uh, a Mar- uh, super mario rpg in there no hmm. disappointing uh <laughs> yeah i you know what's funny is I, I i did the same thing where i like i i played galaxy or no i'm sorry um sunshine for i played it for a little bit but i didn't like go in on it and yeah. so whenever anybody brings it up as like one of the greatest games ever that nintendo's produced i'm just like I'm just going to have to take your word for it. (laughs) I mean, I don't doubt it because Galaxy is incredible. Odyssey is obviously incredible. 64 is the greatest. So there's no reason for me to believe that the second one isn't. Yeah. But I'm just going to have to take your word for it. Well, people say that
1: Sunshine is kind of like a -er, weirder 3D Mario game. Like, It has its own mechanics and it's like pretty unique as far as the setting and all that. Yeah. So, I'm interested. I'm I'm very excited to play it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you guys have a switch and you haven't heard this news, fucking jump into the virtual store. You know what I'll do with the with with my PlayStation is every every couple of days or so, I'll just jump into the store and just see what they're offering, like what they have on, you know, on sale, whether the deals and stuff, dude. I've been getting I mean, I just got God of War for 20 bucks. And I've just been, I mean, I've just been oh, dumping hours into that incredible game. Oh, oh, it's so incredible. good. Oh, dude,
1: the feeling of throwing that axe and calling
0: it back and grabbing oh, it—it's—it's it's just, just a thud. Uh, you just uh, can uh, I, can I, can I spoil something? It's not a huge spoiler, but I need to spoil this.
1: Okay, spoiler warning, minor spoil, spoiler warning for God of War.
0: Yeah, if you haven't played it yet, the new, um. When the way that they get your blades of chaos back into your hands made me want to cry almost. I was so just like, because, so I'm thinking like, again. huh? You feel whole again. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh Because... When I when I heard what the game was about, I'm like, okay, Norse mythology, that's a dope way to reintroduce the character while also keeping him familiar to all of us who played all the games. Mm. Um, but I missed the Greek mythology of it. Right. And then more and more they're hinting at like, oh, this isn't – because when you look it up, everyone always says it's a soft reboot. And I'm like, eh, okay, sure, I'll accept that because I'm such a fan – I'll 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 accept that it's a soft reboot, but it's not.
1: No, it's a it's
0: con- a direct sequel. Right. And the more and more that they hint that this isn't Kratos meets or, or or Kratos in Norse mythology, this is our Kratos meets Norse mythology. Right. That they throw him into it, and you're and the more and more I started to put that puzzle piece together, I was just like, Yes, this is so cool. It, <laughs> That that moment is
1: – I don't know if you remember in Unforgiven mm. when um, Money, uh, Clint Eastwood's character, when, yeah. when he finds out that they killed his friend and he's been sober this entire time. Yeah. He's been talking about, oh, you know, I don't drink anymore. I I had a bad time when I used to. And then he hits the bottle and walks back into that town with his guns loaded. Yeah. That's that moment. <laughs> yeah. You just go – ah <laughs> this moment he's doing it <laughs> <Yeah>. let's go <laughs> yeah it, it's it's that get hype moment for sure
0: yeah oh yeah so, and then you just walk out of your house and you're just swinging them like it's fucking playstation 3 and he's like
1: <laughs> everything you remember good
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that oh, it's, was
1: it's a great game it is a fantastic game
0: oh yeah, yeah. i'm i'm i can't get enough of it so yeah. um I've, but yeah uh, I, okay. I've
1: been, I've been mainlining Final Fantasy VII.
0: Yeah, I've I've been seeing you play it a lot. I I'll be honest with you, man. Like the combat, kind of, I'm not that big a fan of it.
1: <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I started off that way, but now I'm a huge fan of it. Really? Yeah, I've gotten the hang of it, and I feel like I, I've really I've started to understand like how it blends RPG with. Action combat, yeah, and uh, like having it, it's like a, it, it's almost the best of both worlds. I think I would still prefer one or the other, like mm-hmm. having more of like a just complete like combo based action system, like in Devil May Cry, or Devil having May a Cry. Devil May Cry, or <sighs> having it completely old school. Which you can choose, by the way, that is an option. You can make it just turn based. You can you can yeah it's, it's the classic mode holy you, shit you, you pick it as like the uh difficulty ah. it's like classic easy and <clears throat> medium or whatever it is yeah i'm not doing that yeah um but it, it it's really grown on me and i like i've been enjoying all the customization and like upgrading weapons and all the classic staples of a, a japanese role-playing game yeah with a bit more of the action that we're used to uh, for more modern games. Yeah. So you get you get the satisfaction of hitting the button at the right time, but also you have the strategy of being like, okay, I'm going to use cure now, and then get my other character in my party to attack while I I heal up everyone else. Yeah. like That kind of strategy is involved still. Do and you have f- to find the weaknesses, <laughs> all that kind of stuff? It's it's. do you
0: you feel like um this one of my biggest problems with the with the combat is is um not feeling not feeling the enemy until it's too late so for example i'll you'll be fighting you'll get surrounded for instance and there's not enough of a um haptic response if you will that lets you know that you're in danger until your health is like all the way down like you'll just be getting peppered with machine gun fire and i'll be slicing somebody up in a corner and i'm getting Mm -hmm. peppered and i can see the little number but you know it's going you know five six five six seven seven five six seven and i'm like i'm not really concerned with it until my hp is at like 20 and then i'm like flashing
1: yeah yeah do you Uh, do you
0: get that or am i crazy I got
1: that early on, but the more I I strengthen my characters and learn block is important. (laughs) Um, That helped out a lot. And, you know, you you get things that help you out, like block and evade and all that kind of stuff. Um, And, you know, I mean, like, at least for me, the curing is fundamental. So, you're going to lose a lot of health (laughs) from what I've realized. So, you just have to make it so you have support characters that you set up and then attack characters. Mm. Which is a very classic RPG thing to have to do. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like that I can set up Aerith as my, you know, my cure all for everyone. And she sits in the back and just does magic spells the entire time. And then I use Cloud as my tank essentially and, and boost him up for all the physical strength strength and defense. And you know, Tifa Tifa, excuse me, does all the like, <laughs> you know, Quick in and out attacks and can back me up with some kind of. She's like my middle ground character where I can use her for magic and physical attacks. So, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it, it, it's grown on me a lot and it has to do with the fact that there is so much strategy behind it. It's not just butt
0: mashing. You know what I just realized in, in this moment? You're a piece of shit. Yeah, that. But th- it, it, this is the exact reason why it's grown on you and it hasn't grown on me. Those are the kind of games that you like. Right. I have zero interest in that kind of strategy of the game. Yeah. That's that's why I think I'm in, I'm so in love with Ghost of Tsushima God of and God of War because <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's all it all falls down to what I do. Uh dodging, blocking, vading, you know, counterattacks, all of that stuff is yeah. like I'm I'm literally like it's <clears throat> When when we used to play uh, um, fight night, for instance, I got really really good at counter punching and combos. Was, I was I mean I would just beat the shit out of people. Just head movement, bob and weave, and then come up and just whap, wop 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 wop. I would put people down. But if I ever played with somebody who understood how to counter punch and how to block, I was useless. <laughs> They were just I mean, I just had no idea how to deal yeah. with somebody who was like, I'm going to play the game the way you're supposed to play it and not just smash people to bits. Right. I was yeah, Mike Tyson more, and everyone else was Muhammad Ali.
1: Right. You're, you're more of a feel guy. Mm-hmm. You, you want to be able to, to just feel exactly when you're supposed to hit the, you know, the block and all that yes. stuff and counter uh, as opposed to like planning and strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, you know, I I get that. I think you should give it another shot once you're done with God of War. It's going to be a big change of pace, but I think it's worth it to to at least for the nostalgia of everything because I've just I've been loving just being in that world for this long. Yeah. And and getting like a a deeper view of of that early part of the game, like I I I wish it was the entire thing now. Yeah. I played it for like 18 hours like i wish it was like the entire uh, final fantasy 7 game with how in depth and how deep they get with just the early stages of the original
0: game it's, it's super cool apparently it's only a quarter of the original game yeah that's insane to me considering how much you can do in in this one
1: by yeah and, and i know we were concerned before about them just dragging it out but it doesn't feel like that it feels like most of the stuff in there is earned and it's like it's worth checking out
0: yeah i don't do any of the any of the township stuff
1: i've done it all oh no i yeah
0: yeah i'm I'm sure you have yeah no miss me with that shit as soon as they were like do you want to help out the townsfolk i was like fuck the townsfolk dude i don't give a fuck about them i want to get back to the main story do not why you've
1: got nothing
0: yeah that's yeah that's definitely it Don't make me do shit like that. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Find the cats, Marco. Exactly. I don't want to. That sounds like the least amount of. I don't even want to find the cats that are in this house, (laughs) let alone in a video game. I'm not doing it. I'm not looking for someone's cats. They're like, as soon as I got the option, they were like, you know, if you don't, if you skip this now. Oh, I get to skip it now. Okay. Okay. But no, no, I'm skipping it. Move on. Yeah yeah so no. i I know I'm definitely going to go back in because come back with a little more patience
1: and I think you'll have a better time yeah,
0: okay, okay. You I w- know what
1: to expect coming into it, yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 i've been uh it it, it would be the the fourth or fifth game so far that I've completed during quarantine i just i w- I went from not having beat a game in i mean
1: years really
0: i mean i stopped playing one player games i just stopped playing narrative based games it was all sports games or online shooters and then during this i mean i just i finally was like let me just beat uncharted and it was just like from there (laughs) just was a domino effect you still got a jedi fallen order to beat right i'm so glad you brought that up because i there's something wrong with my PlayStation. I have to just give you the game back because it won't let me do it. It won't let me um, load the disc onto my PlayStation. Every time I try to do it, I get this error and I've looked up the error and it's like, there's something wrong with your hard drive. And I'm oh. like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, my, my PlayStation, I don't want to say this too loud because my PlayStation might hear this, <laughs> but it's been through so much that I am yes, surprised man. that it's still, yes, I'm surprised that it's still in one piece. Yeah. The other day, I dropped it on my own foot and I, I split my foot open and it was bruised and I was uh-huh. bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really surprised that I can even still use it, let alone load discs into it. Yeah. So current gen games. <laughs> yeah. I, cause, and, and honestly, after having watched all of the star Wars movies again, what do you think was the first thing I did? I grabbed that disc so fast to boot it back to boot it up and play it. I was gonna right. skip all these games and play Last Order and or Jedi Fallen Order and uh, it just, dude, I, I I tried for like three days. That's really too bad. Like seriously, Very looking out
1: for a sale because I think you'd really like it.
0: Oh, I'm gonna cop it. I'm gonna cop it immediately as soon yeah. as I find it. Even if it's on sale for five bucks, I'm like, fuck it, it's less as, than sixty.
1: No, as as a Star Wars fan, it was one of the best stories including like recently yeah including the movies like it it's just a, a really well told star wars story that opens yeah. up a lot of a lot of uh, new interesting paths so check it out and it's, yeah. a, it's a fun game to play i think it's ripe reality as far as like action games and getting that like feel for the parry and the the exact block time and all that is super important in it so yeah it's kind of a it's it's a a light Dark Souls game.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Fuck. Just uh, it's so upsetting, man, because it's not on sale and it ain't gonna be on sale. <laughs> yeah. It oh, it's worth it. I
1: I, I highly recommend it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think. I think that's all we got. Yeah. All right. But before we review the beers, we do have to just mention uh, Chadwick Boseman, because not only, I mean, just for, I mean, the fact that we're talking about representation in movies, we're talking Mm -hmm. about um, uh, progress, we're talking about black main characters in movies, um, and, I mean, we would just be remiss as a, as a nerd podcast if we didn't mention just how, uh, you know, how important he was. People don't really understand this because he's one of those guys that was like he was just there always, you know. Yeah. Like Chadwick Boseman seemed like a guy who I was positive was going to do like. 80 movies. He was gonna have a career like Samuel Jackson, where he was just ubiquitous. You just saw him in everything, and you're just like, "Oh, cool, Chadwick Boseman's in this. I'm gonna watch this, just because he's just so solid of an actor. What he yeah. brings to the table is enough for me to at least check this thing out. I was positive he was gonna just be immortal, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, it, it it felt to me in everything he did that <clears throat> I, I've seen of his, um, that he just he was so close to having, not even so close. He does have this now, but like he could have had such a legacy of movies. I feel yeah. You know? and that's not just like you know looking back fondly at somebody. I just feel like he brought um. I don't know, like a a a, a very unique personality to his his roles. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to define because, like, if you're not paying attention, it can seem almost vanilla. But it was like a, a like a calm confidence.
0: Yes, that's that exactly. He was he was a strong black character without being like a cliche. Oh, yeah, yeah. So every, I,
1: I think that is that it wasn't appreciated enough in his time. No uh especially for the black panther character that could have been played in a completely different way but the way that he played it brought a real sense of like i don't know like good just just like cosmic good to the character yeah and a, a sense of like of of royalty and 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 class I think are, are the main things that come to my mind when I think about him in that role. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to define that. And I feel like a lot of people would play that in like a, a really over the top cliche way, but the way that he handled it, I think is especially in hindsight, just perfect. Yeah. That, that's the way that that character should be and could, that was the potential of that character that he saw out. Right. And it's easy to look down your nose at, uh, you know, a character that's part of this, <clears throat> behemoth of Disney and Marvel and, you know, I'm sure made by a conglomeration of men in suits that are deciding on, you know, if they're going to allow this or that. But if you look at the net good that came out of that role in that movie, I I think it's, it's hard to quantify how important it was for, you know, an entire generation of young black kids and kids of color to see somebody on the screen that was represented that way. Yeah. And even if you're not, you know, from Africa, you see somebody of color who doesn't look like captain America, but commands that level of respect. Yeah. And admiration. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, like, at least for me, growing up uh it was hard to find a character in a heroic role like that that was puerto rican you know right so a lot of times you see a puerto rican on screen or a purported puerto rican on screen and it's a (laughs) or you know it's it's used for comedic value yeah um or he's lazy you know all the stereotypes but now we're in a place where we have Miles Morales, who's half Puerto Rican. And even as an adult, that was powerful for me to see. So I can only imagine this entire generation of, you know, six to 18 year olds who saw Chadwick Boseman as a powerful black character, but as a superhero, you know, like not even as a black superhero. He's just a superhero that demands the same amount of respect as Captain America, as Thor, you know, as all these other characters to, to think about how that impacted those kids really makes me appreciate, even though it was a short amount of time, it makes me appreciate the time that we did have with him as a representative of people of color. Yeah. I'm off my soapbox. That's all I have to say.
0: I mean the only thing that I would add is is you 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 truly don't understand the value of something like that until you talk to some you talk to a young black kid who sees that and and then they you hear them say something like you know well we got you know black panther is my favorite superhero or we, we ha we have black panther it's like you you can easily dismiss something like that as like political correctness or social justice warriors or you know trying to just uh, i guess an affirmative action superhero or some stupid shit like that you can easily dismiss it but you you really don't understand the value of those things until you see how much it means to somebody who you didn't think it would mean anything to yep. and they see that and they and they see themselves or they 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 see something that they can aspire to and you can look at that and go, well it's just it's just a comic book, but it's like it's not for for millions and millions of people i think we're we're I think we're getting to a point where we understand that it's just as important as any respected novel that those characters are to people you, well, you you it's know
1: barrier for entry is so much lower that it uh, it affects more people than yeah most, you know, like great literature, you know, like its impact is wider because it's so available to everyone to enjoy.
0: Well, I I think that that's part of the reason why it's so, um, it's looked at, I guess, low brow sometimes because it's so easily accessible.
1: Entertainment for the masses.
0: I mean, we talked about fucking um, Francis Ford Coppola earlier, and he's one of these guys who is like, I mean, I'm pr- I'm almost positive he called the Marvel movies despicable. <laughs> I think that's the word he used. Was despicable, which is Scorsese. such a strong, strange word to use.
1: Scorsese is definitely not a fan.
0: No, and Scorsese reiterated how much he wasn't a fan. I yeah. think they asked him again, and he was like, "I'm doubling down. Those movies yeah. suck." <laughs> yeah. Which you know, it's like you can't again, you can't, you can't understand the value of those things. those things until you see how it affects people that you don't think it's going to affect. Martin Scorsese in a million years will never understand why Black Panther is an important movie and why maybe you don't think that it deserves seven Oscar nominations. But when somebody else sees that, when a kid, like you said, who's six to 18 years old, when they see a movie like that, be legitimized by the Academy who is for the most part shun people of color to for them to legitimize that performance and that piece of art, Martin Scorsese will never understand why that's important. And that's why when he says stuff like that, it's like we both are huge fans of Martin Scorsese. So you know it is what it is. <laughs> but
1: it, it takes nothing away from his movies. Right, right, exactly. So there's no filmmaker.
0: Right. And 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 that's always going to be what it is. So that's a separate thing altogether. But it is incredibly disappointing to know that a guy who I believe is is just the purest definition of an artist would also look at another piece of art uh, uh, condescending, look down on it. That's disappointing to me because it's like, come on, man! You of all people should understand every aspect of art deserves respect. And, yeah, so it just sucks to know that, you know. But that's neither here nor there. Rest in peace to Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Um, We obviously delved a lot into the Black Panther role because of the nature of this podcast. But, I mean, he's done incredible work uh, portraying Thurgood Marshall, playing portraying Jackie Robinson, portraying James Brown. I mean, he literally was like, look, I don't have a lot of time left on this earth. I'm gonna play every prominent black character that I can. Who do you got? <laughs> just just line them up. I'll knock them out. Um, if if you haven't, you know, just go through all of the Twitter threads describing how much of uh a pure soul he seemed to be to people and how much work he did for uh, um cancer patients. And, you know, just everything he did for charity and stuff. He just, you can get lost and your eyes will get really blurry yeah. <laughs> going down those rabbit yeah. holes. So, yep, rest in peace. Beers up for the man. I ripped the label off. It's fine. You monster. Yeah, I know. You don't have, Do you have something. Yeah, you got something. <laughs> here, here, all man. right. God, you all. all right, bud. What'd you think of the brewski that you had tonight?
1: It works. It works. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's super good. It's the new city, hard ginger beer. Um, I've actually never heard of this brewery either. I don't, I don't know where it's located out of, but I'm sure we can look it up after the fact. Um, anywho. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was tasty. It was a little sweet, Um had a, a little bit of that spicy kick in the back of your throat, like I was mentioning earlier. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's super good. I think it's a little bit sweeter than I like my beers to be. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like a, you know, your father's root beer or whatever. Yeah. That it's was not that level. That was way too uh, sweet. Yeah, no, this is a a good balance. But that being said, it doesn't go above and beyond for me to being something like I would, you know, kill someone to to get. Okay. Uh, But that being said, if you find it out there, I I highly recommend it. It's, you know, decently alcohol uh, uh, infused. Decently alcohol infused. Uh, and the, the flavors are all pretty well balanced. Uh, I will give it a 4.5.
0: 4.5. 4.5. Okay. <clears throat> um, I did the Wild Range Brewing Company, their flagship IPA, it seems to be. Um, first of all, I didn't really um, say anything about the label, but the label is very cool. <laughs> um, I'm always a fan of like uh, – the I don't know what art style you would would call this, but like um, I, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't. Even, I, I, I'm trying to think of like an a a, a a a time frame, circa when this would be a popular it's like a turn
1: art. of the century like print. Yeah,
0: like um, newsprint. Yes, yes, exactly. That's 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 a good way of describing it. Um, this is this this. If you have an Aldi near you, or if you can find this, I highly recommend this. This is a really good IPA. Nice. I was pleasantly surprised at this. Really? You can't have any. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all to me, all to myself. I'm gonna give this a five. What? This is a this is a really good. This is really good. You let me try nice. It well? No, I'm not gonna. I mean, cause then I would have <laughs> one less beer. Are you Maybe still talking to the dog. two less beers? I'm talking to the dog still. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's a flagship IPA. It's not there. They, they, you know, there's no, um, it's not mango infused and all that bullshit. So it's really just a down and dirty. This is, this is our fucking beer. And I think that it's, it's really good. It's yeah. really good.
1: And at Aldi, I mean, it's probably at a pretty good price.
0: Dude. Dude, next – we're going to spend some time talking about the prices at Aldi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not tonight. We're going to get the fuck out of here. But next episode, we're going to spend some time talking about that. Aldi cast. (laughs) All right. So, four and a half for uh, the ginger beer from who? New City. Hard ginger beer from New City. And a five for the Wild Range Brewing Company IPA. We got it? Yeah, girl. All right. Well, as long as Obesius says we got it, then that means we got it. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Drink some craft beers. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere podcasts are sold. Listen to, watch, yada, yada, yada. Kiss your loved ones. Uh, give people the flowers before they're passed. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. Goodbye.